0: All human thought, all a science, science, all the restraining of the whole direction, direction calendar, which is upon nice stars. stars, and someday we human because together those associated knowledge would open up such terrifying vistas of reality, reality. and of our frightful When the stars were rising back, they could crush the world from world, relation, to the star, flee, But when the stars were round, the they could not and in
1: But although they no longer lived,
2: they would never
1: really die
3: and welcome back, listeners. Today, we will be playing session six of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and friends and published by Chaosium. So, how are you all today, and who are you playing? How?
1: I'm still playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart, and uh, I'm super excited to just wrap up this campaign real quick, this session, because we made it where we need to go, and uh, yeah, shouldn't take too long to solve whatever this is.
3: Absolutely. Seb?
1: Hi. Uh, I'm good. I
0: continue to be playing uh, Li Jianyu, also known as Michael. Uh, I am very excited to investigate this Langdon Warner fellow who seems very shady.
3: Brayden.
4: Hey, everyone. I am Brayden again, and I am playing Sophie and Buzas Wine. I'm excited to get back to Huang and explore and take some more photos.
3: And Noxicles.
2: Hello. Uh, I am playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin. And, uh, yeah, I've got my Lonely Planet travel guide. I'm gonna do some sightseeing in the Caves of a Thousand Buddhas. Uh, you know, just chill and enjoy myself.
3: Amazing. And I am Fedra, your Keeper. Seb, tell us what happened last time.
0: After confronting Sainar about his grave-robbing antics, the investigators set out to return the stolen artefacts to the tomb of Sainar's ancestors. But not before Timur had a word with him to ensure he didn't return to his old ways. The party located the tomb just beyond the city limits, but found it too dark inside to explore. Sofian and Timur returned to the hotel to acquire light sources, while Eudora, Jianyu, and Shenchu remained to keep an eye on the stolen items, and located a secret hole in the city wall that would allow them back through even after the gates closed at nightfall. Light sources acquired, our heroes entered the tomb to find a ring of waist-high terracotta figurines surrounding a pile of bronze coins, upon which lay several items including a porcelain pillow, a red silk cap, and a cane with a green soapstone octopus at its head. Suspecting that these figures must have been attempting to recover the items which were stolen, the group began to plan to swap them for the ones they'd repossessed from Sinar. But before they could execute this plan, Shen Chu gave in to her thieving instincts and snatched the cap and a fistful of coins from the pile. Furious, the statues came to life, attacking with tiny knives. Fortunately, Timur and Eudora were able to respond in time, returning the original items to the pile and appeasing the spirits enough to allow the group to take the replacements, so that they could be returned to their rightful owners. After doing so, and being showered with gratitude by Thaddeus, they met with Mi Han to collect their supplies and depart on the next leg of their journey to Tun Huang, but not before discovering that the silk hat which Shu had swiped from the tomb was in fact Mi Han's. He then provided them with a guide for the next leg of the journey, his son, Mi Hu. After a long and arduous journey involving some ominous Russian graffiti, the party arrived at Huang, and met, at long last, with Langdon Warner, whose situation seemed, at least on the surface, far less dire than his telegram had led them to believe. Was he merely crying wolf to get extra help? Or is there more to the situation in Huang than he's saying?
3: So, you have been uh, allowed to take some time and make yourselves comfortable in your rooms in the caves of a thousand Buddhas. Is there anything you'd like to do in your rooms before uh, Langdon Warner returns to uh, take you on a tour that he said he would?
1: Um, did we discuss the what these rooms are like last time? I honestly can't remember. Are we talking about... The ac- rooms within the actual caves.
3: Yes, they are cave rooms. So the they are obviously refurbished into rooms. You're not in kind of full-on cave. There are beds and there are windows. And while there is rock all around, they probably floored them and decorated them to a certain extent.
1: Cool. Any like carvings on the walls or whatever, or just we're talking plain caves, simply furnished just for people to stay in? I'm trying to figure out how fascinated Dr. Lockhart will be.
3: Uh, I believe there are carvings on the wall um, on, in most places. Certain cave parts are more impressive than others. Certain are restored better than others and in a better quality. I'd imagine they'd keep the ones that have the fewest uh, murals as rooms.
1: Well, then I'm sorry to say, but um, once she's had a good gander at uh, her own room, you can expect uh, a very excited lock uh, Lockhart knocking on your doors, striding right in to just sort of inspect the, you know, any sconces or etchings or whatever you might happen to have about the place. Nice. Uh, yes, a, a
0: similar thing. I think, I think uh, Jan Yu would would like, unpack and chill a little bit, like kind of I have a poke around the room to see if there's anything interesting and then Upon discovering that there isn't, we'd uh, go out to see what the others are doing. Mm-hmm.
4: Sofian would be preparing his camera and also just sort of taking a seat on his bed or whatever is being used for a bed in this room, uh, just staring at some of the sort of iconography on the walls and just remembering uh, his time here previously with his brother Adam.
2: I imagine for Timur, uh, sort of soldier mode will kick in. He'll get his stuff out, carefully organized, (laughs) set up in, you know, whatever sort of furniture or under the bed if necessary that he has. Uh, He will check and oil his gun and then put it safely in his pocket. And then he'll put on a smile and uh, head out to find what Dr. Lockhart is up to.
3: And uh, Shen Chu, whom we shouldn't forget about, Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i'd imagine after the long trip here she'd probably be feeling a bit more comfortable with all of you even though still you know it it has been a month um
1: daily lessons
3: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i imagine she's possibly staying with eudora again yeah why not if
1: she can stand me at this point, I've been trying to cram like <laughs> history and archaeology yeah. down her throat for a she's month. She's trying
3: to spend as little time with her as possible, besides <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> so she's probably uh, gone, gone to find uh, Janu, who has a special place in her heart, and, and see what's going on, maybe chat to him, um, ask about exploring the caves. Uh, mm-hmm. not, not too long after uh, Langdon Warner comes back, um, are you ready for your tour?
2: Oh yes, Very thrilled! No, so. absolutely.
3: He kind of motions you to follow along with him, and uh, takes you for a walk around the, the caves. As you walk around and clamber among them, uh, he points out the most interesting frescoes and their meanings, and discusses the expensive pig- pigments. Uh, brought from far and wide to create the holy and not-so-holy images. Um, he is happy to discuss anything relating the project he's been working on and the Tunghuang and the caves, and he welcomes any questions. Uh, but at the moment, he seems to be kind of avoiding the topic of why he called you here, if you raise it at all.
0: mm mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, Jian Yu's 100% gonna be asking constant questions about, uh, like, what he'd set out to do, um,
4: like, mm-hmm. what
0: the uh, what he's found in the caves, um, like mm-hmm. wh- what he thinks about all of it,
1: like, yeah, we'll just think gobble it up. <laughs> we can imagine Jian Yu kind of uh, just, like, too close to him on one side, and Eudora too close to him on the <laughs> other side. And the flow of communication is just uninterrupted from both directions at once.
3: Uh, Langdon being quite a confident man, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't feel, seem too perturbed by this. Uh,
4: Sophie I imagine Sophie's like behind the two of them, like trying to get a word in and has like a <laughs> finger up like, uh, mm, <laughs> that, uh, no. Mm,
3: <laughs> yeah. And Shen is also kind of, observing around the environment and fascination rather than paying attention to what is being said.
1: Looking for cursed items to steal at inopportune moments.
2: <laughs> observing Warner while these guys are talking his ears off, can I get any sense of any tension about him? Or do I get the sense that he's sort of avoiding getting to the point, if you know what I mean? Is he using this as a as a way of not telling us something?
3: Um, You can roll a psychology if you like.
2: Yeah, go on then, I've got 60 in psychology.
3: I was going to say, you're not alone in the caves. Uh, most of the time, there are this Mihu, your caravan leader there, and various other students and porters, so you're not kind of all alone. Uh, how did your psychology roll go?
2: Uh, that is a hard success with a 19.
3: Very nice. Uh, Your sense is that he's waiting until you are further away from everyone else to talk to you. He doesn't seem tense, he's just very aware of his surroundings. So he's looking around every once in a while and kind of giving you a proper tour because he is very excited about all these projects and he wants you to kind of take in the caves um, and talk to... Like, he's enjoying the conversation, but he's also kind of leading you to a more remote area, uh, potentially to talk to you about more important things. So he's delaying rather than avoiding.
2: In which case, what I might do is I might kind of sort of, n- not like literally physically buffet Eudora, but sort of uh, <laughs> keep, keep us moving along. And like when the opportunity <laughs> arrives, say, oh, could you uh, can you tell me more about this mural there, uh, Mr. Warner?" And point to one like quite a way down the cave. <laughs> Smart
3: yeah uh yeah he talks excitedly. um he shares about his uh research mission for the Fog museum and about how uh he's there to kind of to restore the damaged murals and he's been researching a new restoration technique, um a newly developed chemical preservative designed to stabilize and permit the safe removal of some of the temple's magnificent wall paintings. It's a very exciting development. Um, uh, as you know, many of them have been badly damaged by white Russian shoulders. Uh, by white Russian <laughs> sho- soldiers. It is not
2: our fault that we are so tall. <laughs> <laughs> Broad in the shoulder.
3: White Russian soldiers interred in the temples by the Chinese authorities uh, for six months across 1921 and 22. Um, they he put feels soldiers in the like
1: painted sacred temples.
3: Yeah, they they yeah, yeah they used the caves as a refuge and smashed them. And God, so that's on sad. So.
1: Okay. So
3: he seems very upset about that.
0: Professor, if I may, uh, restoring these murals seems a a noble thing to do. Why must they be removed? Is it not better to preserve them here, where they were originally created?
3: Well, uh, preservation and uh, restoration are continuous works of progress, and uh, well, a wonderful man, I don't want to speak ill of him, but the resident uh, here, Yuan Lu Wang, not the best at preserving and maintaining the murals. Uh, he, uh, he's doing his best, but well, I'm happy to point, uh, point some of his work to you, and, uh, well, you can tell me what you think. I don't believe that uh, keeping them here is the best for the murals themselves, and honestly, what a win for Western civilization to have the honor of preserving and keeping this wonderful artifacts. Um, he starts uh, talking about... The times with Oral Stein uh, and other British, French, Russian expeditions to Tunghuang uh, that found the library cave and got so many manuscripts, uh, including the Diamond Sutra. Uh, It was such a big haul. And you notice a tinge of jealousy when discussing how all these different Westerners have managed to get their share of the caves of the thousand buddhas yet the american people haven't got the chance yet
2: mm-hmm. um
0: some uh, some hard narrowing of eyes <laughs>
2: I <don't remember> this.
4: <laughs> perhaps yep. i could uh take some photos of you during this uh, chemical process to highlight the great work happening here
3: Uh, Well, uh, of course, feel free to take photos of me, but uh, not of the murals. They are quite sensitive and we're trying to restore them, so any flash photography could damage them. Uh, Of course. And uh, the caves are not known for their lighting.
4: Very true. Do do tell me, what, what is this process that you are going to go through to preserve them?
3: I'd love to take you through all the... Uh, details of the chemistry and the science of it all and I will. And then he does. Fantastic. And it means a lot to you. Ah.
4: <laughs> ah. Lovely. <laughs> Anyone
3: else can, you can roll chemistry to see if you understand it.
4: Way, hey, let's have a look. <laughs> do you have chemistry?
0: He's a photographer. Like, oh, of course so he you're has first a to tell us. I will never not roll when given the opportunity to do so. You However, have chemistry? Is it a 1%? It's a 1%
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i did i did not succeed the one percent surprisingly i
4: didn't succeed either what are the odds
3: well uh you nod very like convincingly Mm -hmm. but on the inside Mm -hmm. you're like this restoration process is way beyond my chemistry knowledge i'm glad i asked (laughs) yeah (laughs) but he's happy to explain everything Obviously, I'm not happy to explain everything because I have no idea. But he does, and he tells you about it.
1: <laughs> so he's not playing awesome. it close to the Thank chest. You. He's not like our patented process uses uh, no, top secret. He, he's just like... Yeah, he
3: tells you all about it. It, just, it doesn't mean anything to any of you because he used a lot of chemical names and
1: mm-hmm.
3: specialized language. Uh, he tries Fantastic. to dumb it down a bit, but what you get is we apply preservative agent. It stabilizes the neural it doesn't destroy it, and then we can gently remove it. <laughs> right,
4: That's the
3: wonderful.
4: gist of it. Imagine they just smear it in gasoline or something, and then
2: <laughs> 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 it's nail
4: polished.
2: <laughs> yeah, use this thing called Sellotape. We cover the mural in it, and then we pull it off really fast. <laughs> did
3: you? Did you have any other questions for him before? Before you? approach an area that it seems to be a bit uh, further away from the rest of the crowds.
1: I'm trying to figure out whether Jean-Yu obviously is not happy about the plundering of um, this treasure trove of antiquity by Westerners, and I, I'm trying to figure out where Eudora would fall on this. Um, uh, I guess it's up to me because I'm playing her. But um, she's on the one hand like a Western-raised archaeologist who presumably, I mean, she worked for Langdon Warner. She would have been like steeped in this attitude of like, oh, we have to preserve this stuff for civilization. Take it back to civilized places where white people can look at them. Uh, but on the other hand, she's like made a point of living her life in China, uh, teaching Chinese women. So she's all like pro-equal rights and all the rest of it. Presumably, uh, it would be happier for the locals to have it. So um. I don't know.
3: Langdon does point to you a couple of the restoration attempts of the resident there, Wang Yuanlu, and they look more damaged than preserved. Like, it really looks like he's trying his best, but he's not doing a great job of not letting these very valuable murals be kind of a
1: little bit
2: destroyed slowly. Brilliant.
1: That clinches it then. These belong in a museum.
2: <laughs> is, it, is it the equivalent of uh, that woman that tried to restore that picture of Jesus?
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Just with a mouth on the side.
1: <laughs> uh.
3: oh, <no. laughs> <clears throat> Once out of earshot of Mihu's me, men and his own students, Warner begins to explain the reason for his telegram. So, here's the real reason I called you here. There are rumors. Of a hidden cave. It was discovered by a prisoner who intended to return for the wealth it contained, uh, riches that would set him up for life. Uh, The soldier has yet to make his reappearance, so I've decided to find the cash myself. After all, if it's anything like the library cave I told you about, its discovery could advance western understanding of medieval Buddhism in the region by leaps and bounds. It would be a momentous achievement.
0: Zhengyu uh, is watching Shenchu like a hawk
2: as this is <laughs> going down. <laughs>
3: like, Shenchu like eyes narrowed. Um, everyone feel free to roll a psychology.
2: Okie dokie. Oh, that's a standard success at 41.
4: Standard as well. Fail. Oh.
3: Okay. Uh, you see that even though you're definitely out of earshot of all the people there, Warner seems to regularly be checking over his shoulder while speaking to you as if looking for something.
2: Do we get the sense that he is more excited about the discovery or that he's more excited about potentially getting rich?
3: Difficult to tell, honestly. I think um, from what you know of him and from what you got from your psychology, his motivation is more like to be known as a great explorer rather than getting Mm. rich. But, you know, things come with that.
2: Yeah, getting rich would be an unfortunate side effect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, he's weirdly looking around, um, you know, in a way that's yeah unusual.
4: Which of the caves was this prisoner housed with him? Do you know? Is that a starting point that you can look for?
3: Um, hmm. Well, uh, I was going to say that uh, the main concern here is that I'm not sure whether. Soldiers' cave is actually located. (laughs) I think I may have narrowed it down based on uh, traces of restoration work in one of the upper tier shrines used to incarcerate some of the officers last year, but given Wang Yuanlu's tendency to tidy things up, I can't be sure. I'm pretty sure that the Russian graffiti also holds clues, based on what I've been told, but I can't make head nor tail of most of it. On top of that, I've had to be particularly careful in my research and as I don't want to draw too much attention to my ACTIVITIES outside of saving the frescoes. Wang Yuanlu has grown increasingly suspicious of me over the last month, and the local inhabitants have been making increasingly frequent trips out to see the priests and give an eye on matters. So, we need to find the cave and find it quickly before the local Amban puts a stop to the work, or worse, Original warlord men get wind of it.
1: Oh god, we couldn't horrible. have a load of ham-handed soldiers stomping about the place, imposing their authority on everybody.
3: I think we should spend the rest of today looking over the graffiti. And I think someone here is fluent at Russian.
2: Oh Timor, it's your moment to shine. Timur will sort of do a sort of a uh, slightly sheepish face. And we'll say, uh I'm happy to read the graffiti if it will help, but uh, where did you hear this story? Why do you believe it to be true?
3: I just feel it in my heart. Uh, You know, I've heard it around from various locals and no one seems to be making anything of it, but I'm here and all the clues seem to point to it.
2: Do you know anything at all about the nature of this treasure?
3: No, but we, friends, will find out soon enough. I hope it's a second library cave and that a second diamond sutra, a manuscripts even older than the ones there, that could make such a big difference into our understanding of this precious culture.
2: W- w-
0: would it be reasonable to make a psychology check here to see if he knows more than he's letting on? Or if there's something he's not telling us
2: yeah that's a fair shout
0: feels like when he said when he said I feel it in my heart I was like "Mm." (laughs) hmm I don't know if I believe you
3: okay go uh, go for it
0: but I do not
2: succeed so uh, you know I I got a hard success again though
3: yeah um Mm. Again, you think there is something he's hiding, and it possibly has to do with him checking over his shoulder a lot. Hmm.
2: Okay. Mm. Uh, so Timur will say um, whatever it is in this cave, it is something that a soldier would recognize as treasure. So I suspect it is not a big pile of manuscripts. Well, it depends who he thought he could maybe
1: sell them to. I don't Antiquities, you know, prized to the right fence. And if
3: it's not manuscripts and it's artefacts, that will do for me.
2: Where is, uh, the graffiti most concentrated?
3: Uh, as I said, uh, in one of the upper tier shrines. Uh, I'll take you there if you're ready to start having a look.
1: Well, I can't wait. Honestly, the possibility of a second library cave, this sort of thing makes a career.
3: I'm so glad you see it that way, Eudora. You're always one of my most promising students.
1: She doesn't want to look happy about that, but she does. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the deal with the Russian graffiti. There are many around, and if you have Russian over fifty percent, hooray! Uh, you can roll it <laughs> to indicate how fast you're going to be able to translate all of them.
2: Okay, well, I have I have language owned Russian sixty percent, so to kiss the dice. Come on, come on. Oh, 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 57. <laughs> okay. Only just passed.
3: Yeah, uh, it would probably take you a whole
2: day or two to get through all of them. I'll ask if I can have, a, a, you know, like a notebook and a pen, and I will work my way through trying to sort of group the graffiti into sort of themes, I guess. I'm not going to... Because of my background, I'm not going to discount anything. Even stuff that essentially seems to say, like, you know, Dima was here, I'm going mm-hmm. to note it down, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sort of group it into stuff that seems to be, you know, just general graffiti, stuff that's a bit more unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, a, and a rough note of where they are, and just start working my way around.
3: There is uh, one particular phrase that... Um... Very familiar phrase, uh, you get a strange feeling every time you look at it. Um, it's painted over and over again in the cave. <laughs> Warner has identified it as a hidden treasure's possible locations. And you have also seen it several times in your journey along the Kansu Corridor. Oh no. It is, as before, written in blood. And as you already know, it translates to They are come. The end is upon us. For they are come. It doesn't take too long for you to find that, and Warner says, they must be giving us the correct direction somehow, I'm I'm certain of it. Um, and apart from the one eerie recurring phrase, the Russian writings consist of uh, soldiers' names and regiments, crude jokes and disparaging comments about people whose names mean probably nothing to you. Um...
2: Yeah. I mean, when we say it's regular, this thing written in blood, I mean, is it is it regular enough that I'm wondering where they got all the blood?
3: <laughs> I guess so. Potentially. I mean, it could be using, like, one person's blood, but over various, like, days.
2: Yeah. Okay, it doesn't you know, look like they like fully drained a Yeah, person. it doesn't
3: look like there was a massacre <laughs> or anything.
2: <laughs> That's good. No, Nobody was like, you know, you had someone's arm that they were hauling around to use as a pen.
3: Um, Langdon said, quick, everyone not translating, uh, come and give me a hand. I think we should be looking for more things, particularly in this room.
1: <laughs> we scuttle over, I guess. You certainly <laughs> does. She'll usher Shenshu ahead of her like a, like a lamb. Um, she needs to absorb all of this. It's very important for her education.
3: Everyone not in the process of translating, uh, could you please give me a spot-hidden role? Mm-hmm. Including Sh- Sh- Shenchu if she's helping.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll roll for her as well.
3: Don't forget to take stuff she passes as well in the character sheet. hmm
0: Hard success over here. Success, Success for Janyu, failure for Shenshu.
3: That's Okay. So, in the room where the recurring sentences um, there appear to be three different separate sentences scratched into the wall beneath the bloody writing. Um, You have to look really closely because they are just, yeah, scratched. Um, And they're also in Russian.
4: Hmm. Let's
1: point these out to Timur then, I suppose.
3: Timur is, like, Is this somewhere else translating other stuff? Do you call them over to translate that instead?
1: Um, Do they look at all like particularly different, or is it just like they're faintly scratched? And like, would would we be worried that Timur is going to miss them, or is it like these stand out as like Timur is going to
3: miss them, and they seem to be significant in some
1: way? Well, Eudora probably has it in her head that she. She's, you know, she could probably do a better job of it than Timur. Like, you know, like if she knew, I feel like she's that kind of person, like nothing personal against Timur, but just like, you know, if she could be bothered to learn Russian, she could probably do, do this a lot quicker. So she'll be like, he probably won't see these. I've seen them. He won't. So uh, Timur, make sure you, make sure you don't miss these. They, um, I don't know, they look significant or something apparently, but um, they're very faint. Don't miss them.
2: <laughs> I imagine Timur will wa- sort of wander that way and roll his eyes like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna say, you know, I miss Anna or whatever.
3: <laughs> Tim, or you missed a spot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, so I'll, I'll take a look at these faintly scratched bits.
3: Yeah, and you get a translation that I would love if um, you read out.
2: Oh, exciting.
3: Noxicals. It's a handout.
2: Oh, even more exciting. Timor will sort of squat down and uh, and say, Oh, this is not like the rest. Uh, between the red god in his dark heaven and the fat merchant's camel, the door to paradise.
3: It uh, seems like directions of some sort, doesn't it?
2: It does, yes. Is there a, a red statue or a, a red mu- mural in particular?
3: You look around, and there is uh, there is indeed a painting of a red Buddha standing on a broken human corpse, surrounded oh. by female spirits.
4: Hmm. This isn't the iconography, or, like, the sort of, sorry, the um, kind of paintings we'd be used to from Buddhism, would it?
3: Some are very, like... You know, um, appropriate and, and holy. There's a lot of more unholy, inappropriate depictions as well.
1: Okay, um, if I recall that documentary that we saw correctly, the um, mirrors on the case of the thousand Buddhas are crazy influenced by like Western mythology as well, right? Mm-hmm. You can find like allusions to Greek gods yeah. and stuff all in there. Contrast them. Oh wow, mm. I think, uh, I think strictly speaking, Journey
0: to the West is uh, is considered to be a, a sort of Buddhist tale or at least was written by uh, a a Buddhist sort of very much intending for it to uh, contribute to that belief structure. And it largely consists of Sun Wukong murdering everyone he encounters
2: because he's insane. So, (laughs) you know. Yeah. So if this is our red god, where is the fat merchant's camel?
3: A few feet away, on the other side of an empty and unpainted alcove, there is a mural of a caravan led by a fat man dressed in fine silks, being accosted by fearsome bandits. At the rear of the procession is a turculent camel, its head turned toward home. Warner lets out a cry of delight The way to the cave! It's here! There is a there is a recess between the two paintings. I'll say that this searching phase which was sped up, actually. Like, it's the next morning where you found the opening. It's maybe the afternoon. Um, you were quite intensely searching around. Uh, Timo was translating. And then, as soon as you find that, Warner looks at you seriously. Please say nothing of this to anyone else. Let us return after nightfall with the tools we need to break through the wall.
2: Yes. This
0: is
4: incredibly exciting.
0: Do we need to break through the wall? I thought you said that a soldier was stationed or placed in the room before. Is there not a way we can get through without destruction? Well, that's right. He hardly
2: rebuilt the wall after him, did he? It is a fair point. As you said, Mr. Warner, the soldiers here were not the most subtle of people, no?
3: It looks like it's a door that's been plastered in subsequently
2: ah so anything Mm -hmm. that we're destroying is not going to be original architecture it's going to be Mm -hmm.
3: yeah yeah it seems like a
2: recent plastering Ah. job
3: yeah it seems like there's an alcove and behind it it looks like there's a sealed door
0: sure okay okay Okay. i I thought we were um i thought we were looking at a wall and he was like yeah we're just gonna break through this
1: wall (laughs) (laughs) So fine. <laughs> I hit things yeah, with a pickaxe until enough. we strike gold. Um, it's <laughs> not going to be easy. This is so exciting! This is going to be Andrew's first archaeological dig, and it's a
3: night dig! Uh, Warner leaves and goes to do his own thing. Uh, what
2: would you like to do in the meantime? And let me know if you'd like to fast forward. Is it worth us gathering briefly to talk about how we feel about what's happening?
3: Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Uh, you can mm. gather in one of your rooms, or you can walk around, or you can, yeah, whatever
0: you want. One of our rooms seems safest to not be overheard,
3: right?
0: Mhm. I and mean, doesn't really have any things, uh, so he he would have space for people to come and uh, congregate if people would like to.
2: Yeah, that seems fair.
0: Um, he will uh, spend the time um, like, while talking. He'll uh, start putting together like. Uh, tapioca flour and salt and a little bit of water and, <laughs> yes starting to make a starting to make some crackers to, ready to dry
3: <laughs>
4: fantastic Amazing. gotta have snacks how do you feel about the uh, potential excavation of these artifacts that are beyond the wall
1: Oh, well, Eudora's thrilled. Um, I want to say that she would have caught, like, Zhanyu's uh, look earlier, but realistically, no, Eudora, mm-hmm. prob's not. So, yeah, she's just, she's mad hyped and she's listing off, like, um, you know all the incredible things that were found in the library cave when like generations of uh western explorers from various nations came and like plundered it for isn't the diamond sutra like the oldest book ever printed yeah yeah absolute ton of uh um, like ancient manuscripts all this other stuff super exciting who knows what we might find uh absolutely thrilled of course it'll be so nice to just you know leave it here where it was created and all the rest of it but well they just don't know how to take care of things and yeah no gotta get it to a museum It's the best
4: i will uh have you cast your memory back to my speech at the university. I would recommend perhaps having alternate housing sorted as the locals aren't really, they don't take too kindly to uh, western explorers taking these sorts of things. If your name is attached to it, hmm, Peking may be a difficult place to live.
1: Oh goodness, I hadn't thought of that. I never expected this to be that sort of, that sort of mission, really. Well, I suppose, uh, I mean, everyone knows this is Langdon Warner's expedition. We were thrown in very much at the last moment. I didn't. I think it all depends on what gets published afterwards, frankly, and what gets publicized, and I'm sure I can count on your discretion, journalist that you may be.
2: I rather suspect that Mr. Warner will not be keen on sharing the credit. That's true. There is something he is keeping from us, too. He is more nervous than he suggests.
1: Gosh, you think so? I've never known that man be nervous.
2: He was not just worried about other people knowing about this discovery. He was he was looking out for something specific or somebody specific, I think.
1: Oh. Well, I trust your soldier's senses. Don't know what it could be, unless this uh what was his name? Mr. Wan Lu? Unless he's more formidable than he's uh
2: than he's let on. Would it be worth us seeking him out?
4: Giving him any inclination of the find that we're about to make could potentially jeopardize our mission.
2: Hmm.
4: We'll have to keep tight-lipped.
2: Obviously. But he might have some insight into, uh, Mr. Warner's behavior.
0: It seems like speaking with him may be wise.
2: We've
1: got time to kill. I can't stand still, personally.
0: For what it's worth, I am uncomfortable with the idea of removing things from these caves. Particularly if they're to be shipped overseas. I understand that this is part of your profession, Dr. Lockhart, and I respect that part of your work, the preservation. But the artifacts stored here are sacred to the people here. In my heart of hearts,
1: I believe that here is where
0: they should remain.
1: I understand, of course. Of course. I... That's always, yes we We run into a certain amount of resistance uh in my line of work as as you might expect, but it's well nobody does an archaeological dig um in an existing museum it's you know we're in a we're fifteen kilom- we're fifteen miles away from an oasis town in the middle of an unforgiving desert, and these are this treasure belongs to to humankind as a whole it we can't expect you know, the great scholars of our age, the people who are going to, to understand these things, preserve them, to, to trek it out. I mean, I've met some of them. <laughs> they need zimmer frames. They're they're not they're not trekking it out over the tackle of a khan. And uh, it's just it's just not feasible. You've seen the way things crumble to dust left in their native environment. We we can't always rely on a solitary recluse uh, with with more skills than uh, <laughs> Mr Yuan Lu, poor fellow, um, to, to come and look after them. I understand.
0: Lockhart. It just seems mm, strange to me that things which belong to all of humankind are so often housed in London, Paris.
1: This is making uh, me, <laughs> the player, the Westerner, uncomfortable, so I'm going to say that Eudora gets a little bit flustered, um, but probably handles it <laughs> a lot better because I dare say she's managed to compartmentalise this and to figure out her own rationalisation. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> In any case, it seems a conversation with
0: Wang Yut, Lan Yu Lanyu would be valuable. Agreed.
1: Do we know where he can be found?
3: Yeah, so who are you asking about him?
1: Shouldn't you <laughs> sniff him out? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I think um, unless anyone has any suggestions, um Shen Yu would probably ask uh, Mihu on the off chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um...
3: That he knows smart. the guy? Um, Mehu says, Oh, um, I believe he's, uh, he's out for the day. I think he's arriving perhaps tomorrow morning or at some point in the evening.
4: Mm.
2: Unfortunate.
0: Yes, as you say, unfortunate.
2: Well, we may have more questions to ask him after we... See what is behind that plaster.
1: We're going to have to be very careful. I don't know how we're going to hide what we're doing. I do hope, uh, old Langdon's got a plan.
4: He seems like an intelligent man. I do hope he's thought this through and this isn't some whim expedition. I mean, he has had a month. That's true. Well, one way to find out, I suppose.
3: Do you do anything else before
0: you meet again at nightfall? Chen Yu will, will take, uh, at, at some point, uh, interrupt Eudora's, uh, like, lecture to Shen and, uh, like, showcase of, of tours and things to, <laughs> um, just gently remind her of what happened when she tried to pilfer some of the treasure from the tomb, um, Outside, chum. That's smart. And uh, just sort of say, you know, I understand that it is easy to take these things when their owners are long gone, but we should be respectful
2: of the things that we find.
3: Everyone else happy to return at nightfall?
2: Absolutely. Insert uh, biddly boo music here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> biddly boo!
2: Biddly boo!
3: Biddly boo! <laughs>
4: Oh uh, yeah absolutely. Sofian may go around and take like a couple more photos not yeah he'll he'll still clear of the room that the um blasted wall is, but he'll take photos of murals, go into rooms that he perhaps hasn't seen before and uh, sort of catalog more of the sort of work of professor oralstein there were
3: uh, murals or ah uh, yes are you using flash?
4: Oh. uh, (laughs) Is there a way to take photos at this point in time without Flash?
3: It is nightfall in a cave, so I'll go with no.
4: (laughs) In the lead up to the evening there?
3: Maybe.
4: It'll be okay. Safiyan won't take photos. (laughs)
3: uh, You
1: can probably get some some sweet external shots or like people in the mouths of the caves or whatever. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: you can take like a picture of things that are near windows.
2: Sounds good. Actually, one one last thing for Timur. Sorry, that he'll probably think of. He he'll go back and he'll check some more of that bloody graffiti, mm-hmm. and see if there's any other messages scrawled behind other instances of it.
3: Mhm. Yeah. Um. How much time do you spend doing that? I guess some hours. Uh you don't you don't find anything else like that.
2: No, just that one. Okay. Just in case there's like instructions for other caves full of goodies or something. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By this point, you feel fairly confident that you have translated all of the graffiti in this area of the caves. So you find uh, Langdon waiting there for you with some tools, and uh, he kind of takes a look at all of you. Anyone feeling strong? And I think probably
2: he looks at you, Timur. I think we all look at Timur. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Timur is like six foot three or something, isn't he? He's a big lad. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Timor will say I am happy to uh, have a go I am am no expert in demolitions and uh, I guess I will uh, take a sort of hammer and chisel from him and um, start sort of I guess what I'll do is sort of start chipping away at the plaster where I think a seam for a door might be so trying to sort of break the plaster away until I can find a seam and then I can work my way down So,
3: it will take a hard strength roll to determine how long it takes you to get through it. Oh,
2: that's not... Okay, I've got strength 60. Is anybody
4: stronger than me? I also have strength 60. I could help.
3: Uh, No, unfortunately, the alcove is tight enough so that only one person...
1: I've
4: got strength
1: 60 it. as well, and head I propose heads,
3: we set 60. up do Are we all equally hench? Besides Jen. <laughs> Amazing. We're ready. So everyone's up to
2: me just because I'm enormously tall, but in fact you're all just as strong as me. If we arm wrestle, it will be a it'll be a four-way draw.
4: <laughs> I think I'm also equal height to you. Are you? Are you I'm i I'm size seventy. So yeah, as one
3: <laughs> uh, has strength seventy, but he's convinced what? that you guys are stronger than him, so he's gonna let you do
1: it. Let's set yeah, up yeah, one, one of those arrangements, like for hammering a railway uh like stake thing, you know, where we all get around the thing with separate like towers, an just swing it
3: in unison. It literally only fits one person.
1: Ah,
2: yeah. Sorry about you that. Did say, okay, all yeah, right. But yeah, but we only can take one it person it can
3: volunteer for this. I'll um, have a
2: go. I need maybe he should
3: be the luckiest person.
2: I've got sixty nine,
3: dude. Yeah,
2: you do. nice. Yes. <laughs>
4: Anyone luckier than that? Mm -mm. We all back away to avoid being having to make him have a group luck roll. (laughs) (laughs)
3: This has got a different place. Leave him alone.
4: Mm. (laughs) Right.
2: So for your
3: hard strength roll,
2: thirty percent chance. Here we go. Wish me luck. New dice as well. Uh, That is forty-two. And I don't really want to spend twelve luck on it. Twelve is a lot. Mm. I mean, that would take me down to 57. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <What's, why? laughs> no, no, that's still
0: more than literally any of us.
4: Is it? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. i 40 over here, man.
3: I mean, uh, with a fail, uh, the work is slow and arduous, taking around 10 hours to make a breakthrough.
2: Good oh, night. And we, want, and we want to try and get through before... Because if, if we leave this till the morning, right, if we work at this all night and we're like, oh, we haven't finished, we'll have to stop. I mean, how are we going to stop people from seeing the wall that we've just been smashing at?
1: Yeah, let's well, interrogate Langdon about that. What is his plan exactly with the smashed alcove? <laughs> Toss a tarp over it, it'll be fine.
3: As soon as we, we enter there and we find all the treasures, no one's going to be able to say anything. So let us just stick with it, we can't leave now.
1: <laughs> that is a terrible mm. plan, Langdon. You were always so <laughs> strong-willed and impetuous. I can't believe you didn't think this through. <laughs> I'll spend the 12 luck. I'm going to
2: spend the 12 luck.
3: Oh, it's, it's starting. And
2: that stings. It does sting, but not, not still being here at six in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, Very so...
2: True. When You've the local managed... warlord turns up to shoot us. Mm.
3: <laughs> you have managed to strip away the rough mud plaster on the wall to reveal a stone door that, with careful application of brute force, Slowly grinds inwards. The air that seeps from the previously sealed room is unusually fresh. Langdon has a torch. Obviously. Uh what? Does everyone else have any light to bring any lighting since it's nightfall?
1: Oh definitely got a lantern. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh do you Timo, do you walk in? Langdon is first. There. You did it! Great job, pal.
2: So uh, so yeah. So Timur will sort of push the door through and uh, uh, sort of make space and uh, say uh, "Bajalsta" after you.
3: Oh, thank you, thank you.
2: Sure enough, that like, do a lingo Russian. <laughs> yeah, that's you're welcome.
3: Uh, <laughs> nice. Shen uh enabled to curb kind a of curiosity also goes in. Does everyone else go in?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, keeping an eye on Shen <laughs> Undoubtedly,
4: yeah.
2: Yeah, I might, I might bring up the rear just in case of anybody sort of coming at us from behind.
3: In the torchlight, you can see piles of books and banners, oddly shaped implements and numerous statues. All cast strange, distorted shadows up on the walls, which are surprisingly bare. You're obviously not the first people to have entered the room in recent times. Several items have clearly been moved.
4: Can we see, like, feet footprints on the ground that have like been uh trotted through dust
3: things aren't as dusty as you would expect them to be okay um and anyone examining the manuscripts uh can roll either a praise history or a relevant art and craft
4: ah uh, yes i have art writing will you take that
3: i mean i guess they are written
4: works of art so why not yeah i don't know is
3: that for producing writing i'll allow I it
4: i think that is producing writing yeah. <laughs> it Thank
3: seems you.
4: relevant i mean if it's not writing what is it you know book binding
1: precisely
3: <laughs> oh, hey fumble
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> no you eat one by accident okay um how do we feel about history brackets art yeah oh, yeah that's fine
3: is that
1: good okay that is a failure.
0: Okay. <laughs> Damn it! I'm an archaeologist. is Anyone terrible.
3: else? Anyone else?
0: Can I roll a praise as Shen Chu? Uh, sure.
3: Yeah.
0: Oof, no.
2: Also fails. No.
3: Has anyone <laughs> passed this test?
2: I can. I can take a history art. That's the best I've got. Try it. Okay. Come on, funky new dice that have let me down once already. <laughs> Oh, they'll let me down again. That's the 64 on 35. Damn it, you guys.
3: Uh, uh, (laughs) Looking at these manuscripts, they don't mean a lot to you. But then you hear Langdon Warner say, wow, these manuscripts may well be as old or older than the ones identified by Oral Stein. That means that the cave was originally closed uh, up sometime before the 11th century B.C., which is when the library cave is suspected to have been sealed.
4: Oh my good, older than the library cave. This is miraculous. I must ask, why, why does it seem like there's less dust in here? It seems like this has been open before, recently.
3: That confirms my theory, that the white Russian soldier came here and moved things around to prepare them, but never came back. But now it's our time. Um, you can't see any details at all in the dim torchlight, and it soon beca- becomes obvious that carrying out a proper assessment of the cave's contents is impossible without better lighting. Uh, also, uh, Sofian, you destroy a manuscript Sofian, while trying no. to understand when it's from. Langdon is like, don't touch anything! God damn it!
4: Sorry, sorry, sorry my friend. Oh. Sophia no. Will- Sadly, wiggle his moustache. <laughs> Sad wiggle. <laughs> Sad wiggle. <laughs> Sad wiggle. <laughs> we, need,
2: we need a gif for that. Sad wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> so other than the books, is I mean, is everything else sort of similarly ancient?
3: Yeah, everything in the library. Within, but everything in this cave would be as old well as the manuscript.
1: So we've got piles of what appear to be Buddhist texts. Um, statuary, we're talking more Buddhas and things, it's not, like, radically different in any way.
2: Is there a green soapstone octopus-headed thing? Yeah, we're looking for any kind of sea creature stuff,
1: no? Okay.
3: (laughs) It's really difficult to search further than you already have without light.
1: We can't, like, cast a lantern around and just take a look at these statues?
3: We shouldn't damage anything in carelessness. We can't see clearly without the daylight. And if we come here tomorrow morning and uh, leave the door open, some should come in through the windows. We have to be very quiet to not attract attention, but I believe we can do it. Especially since we've hammered the door open now, and we didn't wake anyone.
1: As long as you can persuade nobody to come looking for you, of course. And uh, I suppose we can always bring more lanterns and things, just in case.
3: Great idea, don't Presumably
2: we could uh, post some sort of guard in the room outside someone to run interference
4: yes That's that is
3: cold. a great idea also let's meet at first light
4: I don't know whether I'll be able to sleep
3: well you better because we have a lot of work ahead of us need you all to be as rested as possible
2: I suspect him or sleep he's just spent you know five hours or however <laughs> long it was chipping open a door <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: yeah uh, it's probably, you're probably not getting more than a few hours of sleep anyway <laughs> let's Ugh. be honest Uh, and you yeah you close the door he's feeling fairly confident that if no one has been watching you or is actively trying to find this place you don't need to hide it because it's such so hidden in the alcove
2: he's welcome to stand guard if he wants to i'm going to bed (laughs) same
3: you'll go to sleep uh you don't get a lot of sleep and the sleep you do get It is disturbed by strange dreams. No. In particular, Mm -hmm. Jianyu, you dream that you are standing in the outer cave where you found the graffiti, but the walls are now smeared with a blood-red warning in, in Chinese. They are come. The end is upon us, for they are come. All of the other paintings have vanished, the letters drift and shift position when you try to look at them, making you feel nauseous. Suddenly, you feel the earth shake, and a huge black bird flies up into your face, striking at your eyes with its beak and claws. Ah, uh, roll me sanity.
0: I would love to roll sanity. Hard success. Excellent. There's a 14.
3: No sanity loss.
0: That's still trippy as all hell, though.
3: Your dream self tries to fight off the bird uh, but fighting it off just causes it to explode in a deluge of pink and white petals. Um, apparently you can roll natural world or science, biology or botany on this if you want.
0: To Ooh. determine what sort of petal. Fancy. Yeah,
3: in your dream.
0: Amazing. <laughs> I actually have natural world, so I would yes. love to do that. Roll dream botany. <laughs> Extreme success! That's what you <laughs> I get a zero. You are the dream botanist.
3: You identify them as peach blossoms.
0: Amazing. Significant.
3: Then, the flowers form briefly into the shape of a seated figure before dissolving into a pool of blood that seeps away through a crack in the floor. For the rest Weird. of you, uh, the ground also shakes in your dream. Some of the items on your nightstand rattle, they might wake you up or you might sleep through that. And then it stops and there's silence again. And the rest of the few hours of your sleep go by fairly and eventfully.
2: So just to clarify, there's an actual earth tremor in real life, not in our dreams. Or it's in our dreams.
3: Depends on whether you woke up during it or not.
2: Well, I don't think Tim or did, let's be honest.
3: <laughs> yeah, Maybe. if you didn't, you don't, you don't know. <laughs>
2: Can we roll something to determine if we woke
1: up, or? Yeah, you can roll,
3: um, maybe con, or... Yeah. Lesson, or
1: something like that. Uh, I got a 19, which means I think I'm succeeding at whatever. Out of all those. Yeah. I noticed an earth tremor.
3: Yeah.
1: Shenju, did you feel that?
3: (laughs) I'm sleeping.
1: Okay. Keep the earth shaking though, right, good night.
3: <laughs> and in the morning, you are greeted by an anxious elderly Chinese gentleman dressed in traditional long sleeved robes. He is a small man, bent with age, with a bright smile and clear gaze despite his advancing years. He introduces himself as the abbot of Tienfou Wang Yuanlu.
4: This is the fun man who's been preserving the artifacts of right, the murals.
3: I've been away visiting friends and collecting donations in the nearby Oasis towns. That's why I haven't yet gotten the chance to uh, introduce myself. As you probably already know, uh, there was an earth tremor in the region last night, uh, which sometimes causes cave-ins and rock falls. So I've been concerned about all of, all of our guests. Uh, are, you, are you all well?
1: I didn't dream that. Yes, quite well. Thank you. Delighted to meet you.
3: Oh, well, good to meet you too. Ah, uh. uh, Warner also appears. He looks to her, he looks like he had a bad night too. Ah, uh, he can barely disguise his displeasure at seeing Wang Yuanlu. Wang asks Warner about you. You you haven't yet introduced uh, your new friends. Um, what business brings them here? Uh, this conversation is in Chinese, so apparently all the people with Chinese over 30 can join it. Oh, does
2: he not speak it. any English? <laughs> 36. Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, he turns to you and says, forgive me, but we don't normally have new guests here, and I would feel much more comfortable knowing the reason you're here. You see, we keep many valuable items in these caves, and they're under my care. Warner says, they're They're colleagues, they're here for important business.
2: We're visiting from Yanqing University, my friend. Uh, Dr. Lockhart here is an ex-student of Mr. Warner, and uh, we have come to see a little of the um, uh, solution, the chemical solution he is uh, using. We are here to assist and observe. We are not here to cause any problem.
3: Surely, Langdon Warner I already has enough students here. Why why, why does he need observers? Warner, wh- wh- what is this about? Uh, I can't have you bringing visitors from all kinds of places to this cave. There are valuable item, items here. I thought you had everyone you needed. Uh, well, should I be expecting more people? This is... This is, this is a lot to deal with. Uh, I have to keep an eye on so many people at the same time and... In my advancing years, uh, dealing with the caves alone is enough.
2: It is a very short visit, I, uh, I promise. Uh, we will not be any trouble, and uh, uh, your uh, diligence is—it uh, uh, it reflects well upon you, sir. Hmm.
3: Throw me
2: charm. Oh, I don't have charm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: well, this is what you did.
2: Mm, this is <laughs> what I did. Could I could I try and like hand wave that as art and craft acting?
3: <laughs> no.
2: Uh, I'm sorry. This just requires. Him. <laughs> I, I could intimidate. That. Now that <laughs> I can do. Just pull out the gun. Shut <laughs> your uh, mouth, Intimidating
3: old man. is a one way street to getting yourself kicked out of this game. Exactly. So
2: <laughs> Okay, here we go. Fifteen percent chance.
3: That's a ten.
2: Yes. Oh! Whoa. Yes, buddy.
3: Oh, well, well, what a lovely gentleman. Uh,
2: I am a lovely gentleman, yeah. <laughs>
3: well, I, I suppose I suppose there's no harm. Um, just, uh, well, please take care. Don't take anything and uh, don't cause a lot of uh, commotion. I like to keep things quiet here.
2: If, uh, If I want to ask you more about this place and how you have cared for it over the years, where can I find you? I would be very interested to talk to you more.
3: Oh, uh, I'm always around, and uh, my room is uh, in cave number seven, so come come and find me if you need anything, or, well, ask around. Someone usually knows where I am.
2: Oh, well, you have done an excellent job in caring for this place in the absence of others, and uh, thank you for your time.
3: That means a lot. Uh, If only the government uh, cared enough to help me with this project as much as... People like you do. Ha. Huh. Kind of waddles away.
2: Tibor will blow his cheeks out of it. <laughs> 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 but what was all that about? He seemed nice enough. Yes, what did he say? He is concerned about the new people in his caves, I understand.
3: Oh, what a stickler that uh, Yuan Lu. He thinks that... Uh, he can control everything, but this is a thousand caves, and he's only one man i've I know he's harder than the right place, but uh, his shoes are too big for him.
1: I understand that in its heyday, this valley saw twenty thousand monks at its peak. Imagine being the, the last abbot living here all alone, trying to take care of it. What a tragic story he she must feel quite the burden.
3: Thankfully, there are people like us to come and help him with his preservation work.
1: Oh, yes, we'll relieve him of
0: the bed all right. <laughs> oh. Hard narrowing of eyes.
2: <laughs> but T- Timor is going to be a little bit a little bit equivocal about this as well, right? So T- Timor is an art historian. You know, he, he's very keen on the preservation of art. That all sounds great. But also probably not necessarily that keen on the idea of this stuff being peeled off the walls and taken back to America. So, hmm.
3: Well, friends, I believe it's time to uh, quietly go back to our project.
1: Go peel the walls and uh, take the stuff back to America, like you agreed.
2: (laughs) I will get the sellotape.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you uh, go back and you enter the secret room. Sunlight filters it uh, from somewhere up above, as well as through the alcove back into the graffiti cave, permitting you to get a clearer view of your discovery this morning. Uh, which, thankfully, doesn't appear to have been adversely affected by the previous night's tremor just by Sophian's <laughs> manhandling of manuscripts. Uh, oh, no. The outline of a window crudely bricked up can be seen in the cave's outer wall. Oh, a window! This, this will really help us. See clearly. Uh, can anyone, uh, anyone help me L- remove the bricks? I still have
1: my tools. Well, it had just a moment, Langdon. You're trying to keep the place secret. You're telling us we don't need to cover up the entrance because the alcove is sufficiently out of the way. But now you want to go and knock a great hole in the wall.
3: We don't have to knock it. We can pry the bricks open and then it doesn't have to be a loud loud business. We can do it slowly and methodically.
2: And then open the window and just wave to people. If you do it carefully, the bricks can be placed back in afterwards. I would suggest that more light would be useful too.
3: No one can see us from this angle. It's towards the back of the caves. Ah.
1: I hadn't thought of that. Righto. Okay.
4: This light will allow me to take some uh, photos as well.
3: Excellent idea.
4: You're always just annoyed because she
1: hauled like a sack full of lanterns over <laughs> there's a skylight in <laughs> a window they won't be
2: necessary.
3: Lanterns in a sack.
2: <laughs> if he's asking for help with the bricks, Timur's going to sort of like roll his shoulders like, oh, I am still sore from last night. <laughs> <laughs> sure hope ooh, somebody ooh. else
4: helps with these <laughs> bricks.
3: <laughs> uh, it takes... Uh,
4: everyone flexes their equal-sized guns and...
3: (laughs) (laughs) It takes you 20 minutes or so of steady work to clear it, and as soon as you do, the room floods with light. There are many documents and artifacts in this room, but Warner looks disappointed. When you meet his eye, he says, I was hoping it would be stacked floor-to-ceiling like the library cave, which was small but so full. Many of the items in it were found uh, crushed flat by the weight of objects piled on top of them.
1: There may be fewer things here, but very likely they're better preserved for precisely that reason. Let's see what we're looking at here. And uh, I'd like to actually take a look at the statues and the bizarre implements and things.
3: And I think that is a great idea in the next episode. <gasps>
2: oh, bun dun dun.
3: Bun. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Howell, Seb, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful, but if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right. We all particular thank you to our first patrons, Julia, and Ninetta and Nikos. Your support makes all of this possible. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links, on our website at starsourite.com. Come join us! Now, Farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.